Yes, here we are. Welcome, my friends, to the Robcast. This is episode 303. And this episode, I have one idea for you. This entire episode is one idea. The idea is so simple. It's ridiculously simple. It's like a melody that you can hum instantly. But I have found myself humming this one quite a bit recently. And then the other day, I told it to Kristen. And she was like, oh, God, that is so simple. And she's like, I love it. And I was like, that's a Robcast, isn't it? And she says, that is a Robcast. So Kristen has spoken. This is a, a Robcast. Speaking of recently, I've been doing these sessions, classes, events um, here at my desk that I am sitting at right now. I do them on weekends. Um, I did one called How to Create. This Sunday, I'm doing one called How to Tell a Story. Because I noticed how many people over the past few years had questions about stories. Because it's like you know a good story when you hear it. But how did the person do that? Like, what's going on there in a story, in the spaces? Because a story has a certain music to it. It has a cadence to it. A good storyteller is playing music. They're, they're including some details, leaving some out. They're speeding up. They're slowing down. Uh, stories do different things. Some stories ask a question. I'm already getting ahead of myself. So I thought I should just take everything I've learned about telling a story and do it. So this Sunday, I'll be here at my desk for two hours doing this session class event called How to Tell a Story. And then the following week, I'm doing one called How to Be Curious, because curiosity is the engine. And what I noticed over the past few years is how many people had become aware of how curiosity is the engine. Like curiosity is where it's at. And yet literally people would say things like, how do I, how do I become more curious? So literally how to be curious is uh, the following week's session that I'm going to do. And I'm just going to tell you everything I've learned about curiosity. And oh, and then uh, my son Trace and I have been doing Saturday school. And oh, my goodness. So fun. And so you can watch the first two. We do it the first Saturday of each month. And then you can register for the third one. And then Trace does discussion groups all throughout the month where people in Saturday school, who Robcast folks, he um, gathers them, and they discuss what we've been talking about in Saturday school. So, you know, if you want to meet other peoples and uh, interact with Trace about what we've been talking about, about awareness and about the unfolding that happens within awareness and what it even means to be a human being and who you are and what identity even is and all that we've been exploring in terms of consciousness... Um, yeah, you can do all that. You can register for You can get the link at my site. All this you can register for, and you can watch Saturday School at my site, Rob Bell. Or you can go to Trace Bell, which has three L's on it, TraceBell, B-E-L-L-L.com, where you can sign up to be in one of his groups. So, yeah, all that stuff we're doing. But now this is what we're doing, this episode, with such a simple idea. Oh, but... Yeah, it's helped me so much. And actually, the thing about this idea is I have realized, just thinking about it, how far back it goes for me, and now I have a way to name it that I've never heard somebody say, and I love it. So let me go way back. Um, I was trying to think of 
like memories about this. Let me go way back. Let's go way back to 1993 because I was born in the 1900s. If I told you that, I was born in the 1900s, and in 1993 I was just starting out giving spiritual talks. I was brand new to this, and there were a whole bunch of us starting out. I lived here in Southern California, and one of us, there was a guy that was a little older than all of us who were just starting out, and he got invited to speak at this massive event. And that event, for me, oh, that would have been amazing to speak at that event. I have no idea if I was ready for that. I thought I was. (laughs) I was like on a man on a mission. This is what I cared about, giving these spiritual talks. And this guy, who's a little older than me, got invited to like the Premier League, like the big league. And I was, well, I was, of course, profoundly, insanely jealous that he got that opportunity. And I remember saying to him, that is awesome. So you get like a chance to go speak at that thing. They're going to give you a mic on that stage. All those people are going to be there. What are you going to do? And I had like this wide-eyed wonder and awe, like, oh, that is, what would that be like to be able to get to do that? What, What are you going to talk on? And I remember he said to me, well, I got this talk I'd done a ton of times, uh, and then he named a Jesus story. I believe it was Jesus calming the storm. He said, I've done this. I've done that talk so many times. Man, I've, I've nailed that one, so I'm going to do that one because, I, you know, I, I can crush that one. And I remember just <laughs> like, you've nailed it? First off, I had this sense that a sacred text especially those Jesus stories, God, they do something to you. And then you, you circle back a little while later and it does something different to you. And you're transformed, you evolve, your consciousness expands. Then you realize the story can be read in a whole other way. Yeah, so I even had, I had this sense right away early that like the one thing about an ancient text that people have been gathering around and have been soaking up and absorbing and it's been trans it's been like a transforming agent with them helping them wake up the one thing you don't do with an ancient text is nail it right i had this sense that it was like it was about discovery it was about learning it was about surprise it's like you're a student on a quest so just like well i've got that nailed Woo! that was not how i saw it but then even the event itself you get a chance. I remember it, like the way my my little brain and heart functioned at that, our big brains and hearts functioned. Uh, however, I saw the world at that time. Oh man, you get like you get, they're going to give you a mic and you get to talk at that event. Whew, man, I would I would throw myself into that. I would I would cook up something. I would think about it, work on it, prepare take a walk, keep working on it, take a longer walk, let the ideas like settle around in my heart, challenge them, question them, follow the questions where they take me. For me, it was all like this highly intuitive, interactive, intellectually rigorous art project. It wasn't something where you like reached in your file and pulled out something you've already repeatedly done and then just walk up there and repeat that because you knew you could crush it. 
No, I, I literally at the time, if I remember thinking, if they ask me, if I got that opportunity, I'd do something brand new. I would like go for it. I'd like swing for the fences. <laughs> yeah, I would try something. And if you if you go down and in flames, you know what I mean? If it bombs, at least you went down like fighting. At least you at least you threw yourself into it. I'll never what is it, 27 years? And I'm telling you this story. 27 years later, I in an acute sensory way remember him saying that and something within me being like, I do not do it like that. That is not the path I am on. I am, it's almost like I could see him walking down a path and I was like, apparently my path is just to find his path and then walk the opposite direction. That encounter and what he said, that conversation, it guided me in an upside down sort of way. I got a tremendous infusion of direction by simply taking what I was given and flipping it the opposite direction. Like, just don't do that. Go the opposite direction, Rob Bell, and you will be fine. Yeah. You know what that interaction was with that guy? A South Star. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean by incredibly simple? This episode, 303, is called South Star. Yeah, you know what a South Star is? A South Star is something that guides you because it's upside down, because it's backwards, because it's the opposite. Here's another South Star. I remember, this would have been what, 10 years later, nine years. I remember when social media started. <laughs> How's that for a sentence? Because I was born in the 1900s. Have I told you that before? I was born in the 1900s. I remember when social media started and you could see people figuring out Basically, people were given global broadcast platforms to carry around in their pocket. That's what a social media account is. Like previously, a global broadcast platform was like was called like CBS or NBC or Time or Newsweek. Right? Like previously, global broadcast platforms had an editorial board, had standards of journalistic integrity had editors, had extensive accountability, like it was thought through what you're going to broadcast to the world. And there was like an integrity at every step of the process. And then, in and in in it felt like in a matter of moments, people could now broadcast to the world. And I remember, so this would have been like, what, 2000, my memories are like one, 2001, 2002, people started talking about Facebook and Twitter and all that, I remember noticing, because you could watch people sort of feeling their way into this, and I remember noticing how many people were using the platform to tell people about what they were working on. They were using this ability to broadcast to the world to inform people about the, the, the work that they had at various stages of completion. And I remember having the sense like, wow, it's one, on a regular basis, it seems like that person is spending a ton of energy broadcasting to the world about the thing they're working on, but they could be spending all of that energy and giving all of that energy to actually doing the work. 
it appears like there's work, but then apparently it looks like they're also treating the telling people about the work like it's work. And it seems like, wow, it seems like you could, it seems like the work, at least what I was experiencing at the time was the work I was doing took all, everything I had. And I remember, I remember this sense of like, oh, here we go, South Star, use your energy to make, make the thing. Give the thing your best energies. Yeah, yeah. And if you have anxieties about the work that you're doing, if you have insecurities about the work that you're doing, probably a global broadcast platform isn't the place to broadcast those insecurities and tensions and questions that you have uh, and anxieties. Probably should work that out with some friends, maybe like a professional of some sort, and then get back to doing the work. You see, see, see how that like, I, this, this shaped me in a profound way. Like, give the energies to the thing you're actually doing, because otherwise it would be easy to spend all your time giving all your best energies to the thing that's not the thing that you're here to do. I noticed when I would meet people who said they were ideas people, this phrase came about. People start saying, oh, I'm an ideas person. I literally would be like doing a Q&A and somebody would say like, you know, I'm just like an ideas person. I don't, uh, I don't know what that is, but I remember, I remember this would have been, uh, yeah, probably this, I first started hearing that phrase maybe 15 years ago. I'm an, I'm an ideas person. I remember thinking, I don't want to be an ideas person. I want to be somebody who, who actually makes things and gives them uh, in, in the off chance that they might actually help people. I want to actually finish things. I want to like get an idea, but not just be an ideas person. I want to be somebody who gets ideas and then goes through the, the sweat <laughs> and the act of incarnating the idea in flesh and blood so that it actually becomes a thing. I want to be somebody who actually makes things and finish them so that they actually exist. Yeah, South Star. You hear somebody talking and something within you thinks, yeah, no judgment. Love what you're up to. I'm, I'm just taking what you're doing and there's a South Star in there for me. That's helping guide me in the direction I know I'm here to go. Because we're familiar with the North Star. Someone says or does something, you're inspired you have an experience, it clarifies, it guides, it shows you something about yourself. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of North Stars. There's a, a fantastic Japanese designer named Hiroki Nakamura. I love this man. His work, ooh. Uh, there's this great quote from him in an interview with Mr. Porter. He says, uh, he doesn't, it talks about how he doesn't have a television. And Hiroki says, I try not to take in too much information. If I get too much stimulus, I can't find the subtlety. And that's what I'm trying to find. Ah, is that a great line? He says, I try not to take in too much information. If I get too much stimulus, I can't find the subtlety. And that's what I'm trying to find. And when I do, I'm very happy. I'm just like a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, now that's a North Star right there. Because when I came across that, it helped name for me something I was experiencing. I, was, I would notice that I would get into a project and 
the work that I was doing over the years required this like Zen-like focus and discipline. And I loved it. But I would notice that gradually uh, I, would, I would be shutting out certain stimulus so that I could be totally present to what it is that was the next thing I knew I was here to make. And so I noticed that I would go through these periods where I wouldn't listen to anything, I wouldn't read anything, I barely, I like wouldn't watch any movies, barely any television, maybe with Violet or something, but otherwise, uh, and now that's like at a whole new level of like, I am tuned into the thing, even like this week, last week, the week before, all almost zero outside stimulus because I'm finding these various things I'm working on and I'm noticing more and more that what it requires and what I love is when all this open space opens up and I don't hear all these other voices and I haven't read anything for a while. I don't have these other words in. I'm just following it where it's taking me to be true to it. Then I'll notice I'll come to the end of a season and then I'll discover a whole stack of books and, oh, look at that. I should probably read that. Oh, interesting. And then the discovery starts and there's a season of like inhaling all these interesting colors and textures and voices and studies and research and images and novels. And then I'll notice, oh, we're back in now. Uh, There's a couple new things here it's time to give birth to. So yeah. So then I come across Hiroki, who says, I can't find the subtlety if there's too many other voices on my shoulder. And that's what I'm trying to find. And when I do that, I'm very happy I'm just like a kid, which is how I feel about what I get to do. This South Star episode, I feel like a kid. I'm so happy because I've blocked out so much stimulus so that I could think about this South Star idea so that I could give it to you. Yeah, so that's a North Star that's a North Star. I had been noticing this pattern in my life and in my work, and then I come across this beloved designer who names it how he names it. Yes, that's it. That's it. Yes, North Star. Yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of North Stars around. The really interesting thing, and this is the invitation for each of us, this is my invitation for you, is to begin to find inspiration and energy and guidance in all the south stars around you. You see, you, you feel that shift? Yeah, all the negative, all the stuff that frustrates you, all the stuff that you're like, that's so lame. Yeah, it's, it, North Stars, yeah, you can find your North Stars. There's lots of North Stars, North Stars all around us. But if you can begin to see South Stars, well, now the whole thing is rigged in favor of your growth. Yeah, now here's why a South Star is so huge. I would argue culturally at this moment in time, because we have an extraordinary amount of people who don't know what to do with all the negativity coming their way. That culturally, spiritually, socially, So many people don't know what to do with the people who provoke and annoy them and irritate them, who don't know what to do with all the negativity that swirls around, especially on the internet, Uh, people who don't know what to do with the, uh, 
what did you call it, turbulence of the past four years and are still, we're, we're still processing the former president. Oh God, that's fun to say, the former president. Yeah. So South Star is when you are learning how to convert all of that into direction, clarity, and energy. It literally is helping you even more clearly discern your path. What happens is most people stop too early. They stop at the negative. They stop at the turnoff. That makes me so angry. That brings me down. That is maddening. And they stop there. And so what happens to all that is it just sits in the body. Think right now about the things that drive you crazy, <laughs> right? We all got them. They're like, we're like Velcro for that stuff. Yeah, think about the things that have recently come your way that you're just like, ah, Yeah. Yeah, see, see how... Okay, take a breath. See how you can find it at like a physical level? Yeah, the, the, body, the body keeps score. The body counts. The body... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the body does the math. The body's clear. Uh, even think about... Let's just... Let's for a moment talk about the last four years. The insanity of the lies and the distortions and the distractions, the, the comments and tweets that had no substance, but everybody reports on it and discusses it, while there actually are things of substance that we together must address and deal with because our very health and well-being is at stake, and yet again for another news cycle, we were dealing with nonsense that doesn't have anything to do with the vulnerable, with the systemic racism all around us, with the corruption in the prison system, with criminal justice reform that's desperately needed, all the things we actually need to address. And so what happened uh, for, for the past four years, for lots of people, all of the insanity just became the end point. It was just the thing. I, I look at the news, and then I get upset, and then I just carry it around. And for so many people walking around tense and anxious and on edge and angry just became normal. And that's real. There was a lot to have that response to. That's all very normal. But if you stop there, it's like you got to feel that because it's real. But if you stop there, Notice what that is. It's energy. If you're angry, that's a response. That's, a, that, that's energy. If you're frustrated, if you just, if you're venting to some, venting takes energy. Yeah, if you find yourself lying awake at night repeating what that person said to you, that's energy. That's energy. Yeah. And it just sits in the body unless... You convert it. So what you're learning to do is to ask a better question. What is this that's provoking me right now? What is this? What is this? And then what you're learning how to do is you're learning how to convert it, to turn it into a south star. You take that energy, and you're, okay, so then how am I going to live? Because I don't want anything to do, okay, so I'm going to live the opposite of that. I am going to become a person of substance. Okay, I am going to be somebody who... When I lose, just acknowledge I lost, which is actually kind of like winning. <laughs> I'll be the first one to acknowledge my shortcomings, right? You see what that does instantly? You're converting it. 
I'm going to be somebody who just speaks the truth. And if the truth doesn't make me look that good, I'll speak it anyway, because that's just better. So you're taking the things around you that make you just crazy, and you're asking, what does it have to do with me? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Work through your stuff. Yeah. Do the work. Yeah, you're converting it into the opposite. Now, here's what happens then. When you're coming to see all this around you as a South Star, when you feel that rage, frustration, when that person in your life who just has that supernatural ability to get under your skin, you're feeling that, you pause and you let it imprint. You let it imprint. Now here's what I mean by imprint. Imprinting in many ways is like letting your soul take a picture of a feeling. It's the best way I could describe it. I'm letting the center of my being, heart, soul, spirit, take a picture of a feeling, which doesn't make sense, but that's because we're dealing with a logic that transcends rational linear logic. It includes that, but then goes beyond it. Um, so here's the thing about like trauma. Trauma is when you went through something and somewhere within you took a picture of that feeling. That's why often trauma exists sort of pre-rationally. That story that you started telling often at a young age, you didn't logically think through that story. That story was a story you came up with to make sense of what happened. And it sits in the body pre-rationally. That's why oftentimes the things that are driving us, we can't get to with the mind. We have to feel our way into them, right? Because they're pre-rational in their origin. But what happened is you went through something really painful, disruptive, terrifying, and in order to function, survive, make sense of it, we told some sort of story about that person, the person who did it, the circumstances, um, whoever it was. So that's how the trauma, in many ways, what happened is the, the soul, spirit, took a picture of that experience. So what we're learning to do with a South Star is something similar, only you're learning like that person comes your way. And they, ugh, right? They get you so, you take that feeling of, oh, they did it again. They said that thing where it appears like they're like complimenting me, but it's actually backhanded. It's got a dig in it. They did it again. And you're feeling that sting. You let that sting imprint. Okay. What is this for me? Why does this provoke me? What is the South Star here? Oh, here it is. Here's the South Star. I don't want to be somebody who hides knives in my words. Because that person has an issue with me, or they have an issue with the situation, or they have some anger, or have something they haven't dealt with, and so they're hiding things in their words, and that's why their words hurt like this, because they're in pain. Okay, so the South Star then is sit with my pain. Don't deny my pain. Maybe get somebody to help me sort through my pain. But don't let that pain start hiding itself in my words so that my words have knives. Yeah. You see how South Stars work? Yeah. Even think about the past four years. To have a leader in his 70s who hasn't done any interior work, who functions like uh, an adolescent boy, yeah. So we lived with this sort of ambient tension in the air because the person who was the head of the country, 
America that is, had managed to get really far in life without dealing with like basic issues of adolescence and earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the South Star there? Deal with your stuff. <laughs> yeah, deal with your stuff. <laughs> right? Do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Go into the heart of your pain and learn. Become a student of your own history. Yeah. So you take that, what you were watching, that was making you like, oh, I can't stand one more day of this, and you convert it into energy for your own life. See, there is what you can control and what you can't. Wisdom begins here. There's my territory. There's not my territory. There's your territory. There's not your territory. And what often happens is these south stars around us make us feel disempowered and powerless. Because you see this, I can't do anything about that. I can't do anything about that. I can't change them. I can't transform. They, they won't listen to me. They don't care what I have to say. That thing on the other side of the country, I can't do anything about that. Yeah, okay, so there's a bunch of things you can't control. Okay, but there's a bunch of things you can. And what a South Star does is it moves you from disempowerment to empowerment. Take the thing, the thing that's got you riled up, the thing that's got you down, the thing that's got you cranked up, the thing that's got you just wanting to throw fists, right? You take it, and you convert that sense of powerlessness into power. But I, you take that energy, you take that sense of disempowerment, what can I do about them? Uh, you can take that, and you can convert that into empowerment for yourself. Oh, I can resolve to not be like that. <laughs> That thing right there. And that's why the more specific you can be about, oh, they did that. Okay, what is it about it? it? Oh, there it is. That is, okay. So what's the opposite of it? Okay, now I'm going to resolve to become that kind of person. Yeah, yeah. So if it feels like there is so much you can't do, that's true. It's equally true there's so much that you can do. South Star is ultimately a move from disempowerment to empowerment, from purple to red, me, we, and everybody. You with me on that? Yeah, yeah. Imagine the, uh, the night of the 2016 election, if somebody would have come on the news and said to you, dear, whatever your name is, it's going to get insane. So here's the thing. Every single sign of madness and insanity and lie and distortion and tweet that is going to occupy our collective media headspace for the next four years, think of it all as a South Star and convert it all into a focused, calm, centered resolve to learn from it and allow it to shape you in the opposite direction. Yeah. See, what happens is so many people stop at the negative, and they don't keep going. It just stops there. It sits in the body. No wonder so much tension and anxiety. No wonder so much disempowerment. No wonder, what do you think? Look at what's happening. What's going to happen to us? How are we going to... You convert that stuff. And then wisdom, grounded, centered wisdom has made peace with what you can 
control and what you can't. Yeah, I can't control that. That's, that's not my territory, but there's a few things that are. So I've given myself to those things. So questions about how to develop this musculature. Here are a number of questions that I ask myself constantly um, that, that will just become second nature. You don't even realize you're doing it as South Star becomes just how you live. Uh, something comes your way, number one, obvious no-brainer. What is this showing me? What is this showing me? It's revealing something. It's apocalyptic truth at some level. What's it showing me? Uh, why questions. Why is this under my skin? Why is this under my skin? Is this under my skin because of a vulnerability? Is this under my skin because of a, a divine sense of justice, equality, truth, goodness? Is this under my skin because it speaks to a fear I have about myself? Why is this particular thing that's got me all cranked up? Why is it under my skin? How can this shape me? Oh, that one? I'm telling you, how can this shape me? Yeah, see, what you're already doing is moving it from just a static thing that's bad, negative, in the way, what's wrong with the world, you're already moving it to something dynamic. This has come my way. I don't want this. I don't like this. There's nothing about this that I've... Okay, so how is this shaping me? See, South Star is already looking at it upside down. It's got some energy for me because it's already got me spiraling. Okay, that energy then, that's an invitation. How can this shape me? Oh, here's one, which... Uh, I mean, this one will change everything. How is this person my teacher? How is this person my teacher? Yeah. Oh, they're teaching me. They're showing me what greed looks like in its pure, raw, unvarnished form. That's what greed looks like. Even think about greed energetically. Because giving, which is taking part in a larger flow of giving and receiving, is, is when all the energy moves from you to others. Greed is an expectation that all energies move towards you. Yeah, so, it, so energetically, that's why greed often sits below the brain. Um, it's t tilting things and twisting things because energetically it's trying to draw all things to itself because it can't get enough. It, it's not partaking in a flow where things come to you and then you pass them along. It, greed has no flow. It only understands a flow in one direction. It only understands comes to me. So yeah, how is this person my teacher? So things like greed, uh, yeah, can be, you see it, and the more specific you can name the thing that you're seeing, you're like, that's wrong. That is so wrong. Okay, why? What is it? Now, South Star, how do you live the opposite way? Uh, oh, here's another one. What do I want? This thing that I'm seeing, this negativity, this depressing, despair-filled thing that I'm encountering. What do I want, and how does this help me understand? Like, for example, who do I want to be? Do I want to be like that? No, I don't want to be like, okay, great. Then how do I want to be? How are they? Okay, what's the opposite of that? Okay, then I want to be the opposite of that. 
Yeah. What do I want my life to be like? What do I want my life to be like? Do you see how the how South Star has profound capacity to help you define who you even want to be? Yeah. So we consider ourselves very sophisticated creatures, and yet oftentimes what's happening is this early, 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 essentially on the in spiral dynamics, early purple to red moves, right? Is we actually have these these places of disempowerment where the negativity in the world around us, we feel powerless against it, like it's calling the shots. And what a South Star does is says, I can take the really, insp- I can take Hiroki Nakamura, I can take the inspiring stuff, bring it on. Yeah, I can, I can be inspired by that. That's fantastic. But here's the thing. I can also find inspiration in the, just the crappy, nasty, <laughs> trivial nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, I can, uh, we can find it there, too. Yeah. See, what you're doing is you're moving from disempowered to empowered. That's this profound developmental move, actually, from purple to red. I'm going to take that. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to let that anger burn within me. I'm going to let that anger imprint. I'm not going to let it just be a thought that crosses through my brain. I'm actually going to feel it properly. What they said hurt. It was a dig. I'm upset. They like jabbed me with the knives in their words. But I'm not going to let it just be a thought. It is a, It already sits in my body. I'm going to sit. I'm going to let it imprint, and I'm going to sit there in that sting and think, okay, what's the thing here? What well, that I'm Okay, I don't ever want to do that. I don't want to ever make anybody feel like that. Okay, so I'm, I don't want to hide knives in my words. Okay, so, so then I, so then don't put knives in your words. Okay, well, how do I do? Okay, then I need to be aware. Okay, you see how that works? You're following it. You're sinking into it. And that is what the style star can do for you. I realized this pattern going way back in my life was I would see something and think, I am not going to do it that way. Never so gradually, the whole thing became my teacher. Like, show me something awesome. Show me something that's just rubbish. I'll find some way to learn from it wherever, however it comes to me. All things can work together for my good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's this dynamic, non-dual, extraordinary experience that we are. Yeah, yeah, you can begin to see creation that way. Because we're talking about, a, I like the fact that it's a South Star as opposed to a North Star. I like that this has an element of cosmology to it, right? Stars, planets, space. Because South Star is actually shifting how you understand this world, this universe that we call home. Because if you can ever so gradually begin to see the whole thing as alive, as dynamic, as teaching you, as shaping you, you're discovering, you're learning, it's, it's, it's moving, you're moving within it, it's moving within you. Yeah, for so many people, it's all so stiff. There's good and bad, there's inspiring, there's depressing, there's these really rigid templates and categories that everything gets divided. That person's annoying, that person's fun. Uh, If you can move, because then you end up cut off from big, giant chunks of creation. 
But if you can move to, and obviously some things you avoid, some people you just aren't going to be around, some people you have very strong boundaries, some people you love at a distance, some things you don't tune into, some news you do not expose yourself to because you know you'll carry it around, you don't need that. Right, sure, clickbait, all that, et cetera. But oftentimes what happens, you end up cutting yourself off from all of the rich experience that's all around you in all its vast and varied forms. See, what South Star does is open you up to all the ways spirit is speaking and teaching, even through the stuff that we would initially recoil at and try to avoid. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's something there, too. It's called a South Star. And may you, my friends, may you see the South Stars. May you take all that it provokes within you, and may you convert it, because that's energy. May you convert it into new wisdom, new resolve, new paths, new guidance. May you take that energy, and, and may you convert it into new and more joyous life. And may grace and peace be with you every step of the way.